to the latest episode of Public Power Now. I'm Paul Schimpoli, News Director for APPA. Joining us today is John Beasley, Vice President for Training and Safety at Electric Cities of Georgia, and Mike Willits, Director of Training and Safety at the Minnesota Municipal Utilities Association. John and Mike are here to discuss APPA's safety manual. In order to ensure relevance and accuracy, the safety manual is updated every four to five years to reflect important changes in the industry, as well as National Electrical Safety Code and Occupational Safety and Health Administration standards. The deadline to submit proposed changes to the manual is February 11th, 2022. John and Mike, thanks for joining us. Yeah, thank you. Nice to be here. Great. Um, so, um, Mike, I'll, I'll start off with you in this question, and then, John, you can you can chime in uh, in terms of the, the, the question. Um, to get our conversation start, started, um, for listeners who may not be familiar with Electric Cities of Georgia and the Minnesota Municipal Utilities Association, could you provide additional details on your organization? Sure, I'd be happy to. MMUA, Minnesota Municipal Utilities Association, we were formed back in 1931 uh, to perform a variety of things. Uh, like most organizations like ours, we were was, was started mainly because of government relations and everything came along after that. Uh, safety management, technical training, drug and alcohol, and, and those type of things. So, you know, that's pretty much uh, what we were performed. We've got roughly uh, 125 electrical uh, members. We've got 33 gas uh, on the safety side. It's kind of a kind of a different animal that we've got. We we do those 125 electric members and 33 gas and so on, but we we also have contracts with the League of Minnesota Cities here in Minnesota. So, you know, it's roughly 800 cities, a little more than 800 cities in the state of Minnesota. We we take care of about 600 of them in a variety of ways on the safety and health side. And then uh, we take care of uh, like uh, 30 some community, 33 or 34 communities out in South Dakota. And uh, we also work with a investor owned out in Wisconsin. So it's it's kind of a Kind of a different animal that we got, but that's a little bit about MMUA. John, did you want to provide a, an overview of Electric Cities of Georgia? Oh, yes, yes. Electric Cities of Georgia, ECG, we go by uh, the abbreviation ECG. Uh, it's also a nonprofit organization. Uh, we provide strategic technical services for 52 Georgia uh, members, uh, eight Alabama, and then the U.S. Virgin Islands, which consists of St. Thomas, St. Croix, and St. John's. Uh, we provide a host of services, uh, I would say nine to 10 different services from anywhere from uh, aggregated services, analytical, uh, economic community development, engineering, energy services, hosted solution, joint purchasing, legislative, regulatory, member training, uh, uh, member safety and training, which is what I'm a, a VP of, and then public attachment services. Uh, and our uh, training and safety uh, division. Uh, we have a, a set of power line schools from groundmen to apprentice to underground to advance to meter man hotline, uh, and then we're we're starting up a foreman's development series uh, this year. Uh, we do that uh, along with providing monthly safety meetings. So um, it's been real beneficial uh, to uh, the cities, and it's a uh, you know keeps us busy. Uh, we've We've got a couple of training centers, uh, and then we've been going over to the Virgin Islands, getting them uh, caught up uh, with their linemen's apprenticeship program. So, um, 
We've been pretty busy even through COVID. Great. Um, thanks for that that overview, John. And uh, John, I'll start with you on, on the next question as we kind of turn our attention specifically to the safety manual. Could you talk about the value of the safety manual to um, Electric Cities of Georgia? Oh, yes. Um, I would say it's extremely valuable to us. We, uh, uh, so we issue uh, in our apprenticeship program, that's one of the books that we issue our students. Uh, so we pulled questions from the, uh, the manual. So they take those as they go through their apprenticeship program. And then also we use it a part of, as a part of our monthly safety meetings. We'll pull questions out uh, and let the guys compete and see who can uh, have the high scores. Uh, uh, so it's, it's, it's been real beneficial. Uh, uh, some of our cities do a weekly, uh, their own uh, crew foreman will do a weekly uh, safety uh, meeting and they'll uh, use the uh, safety manual. Um, so it's, it's extremely beneficial to what we do. It's a part of our program. Yeah, you know, it's it's real similar to what John has going on. You know, I, the, the value of the manual is is unmatched, I, I believe. You know, I, I kind of, same thing with John. If, you know, we use it during our training centers. We use it during our normal training days with our electrical folks and, and general staff. Uh, general uh, safety with uh, with with office folks and so on. Uh, it's it's just a valuable document. You know, I I think it's valuable in other ways. You know, we've we've recognized uh, you know that OSHA is the bare minimum, and that it it's one of the very few documents out there that that you know we take it to the next level and 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 add you know, best practices in there. And just instead of just a reprint of the, of the OSHA manual, it's, you know, it's, it's the value is best practices, you know, and, and taking that, uh, taking that line worker or whatever worker we're with uh, to the next level. Yeah. I'll just add to what Mike just said, as far as the best practice, uh, you know, it's uh, the way that the OSHA and the APPA such manual kind of uh, uh, mirror each other, complement each other. Uh, it's to me, it's known as a industry standard. So sometimes uh, if I'm doing some export witnessing or whatever, I'll, I'll reference the APPA safety manual. A lot of utilities, uh, even outside of municipals, uh, use it. So I typically take those three documents with me, the APPA safety manual, the National Electric Safety Code, and the OSHA standard. And, uh, I just think it's a beneficial that the guys can uh, – can relate to it um, because a lot of them will not carry a code book with them in their trucks, so they won't carry the OSHA standard, but they can carry the APPA safety manual. So it's a big benefit. Yeah, you, you know, I, real similar to John. You know, we have the same type of thing going on. You know, I I get called uh, from people all over the country uh, just because of the APPA safety manual that that it, it is recognized to be one of the the finer manuals uh, of its kind in the country, you know, far as, like John said, it, you know, expert witnessing or whatever, get, get, get a call from uh, those folks uh, needing help to understand um, the manual better and, 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 and help them through those processes uh, very much like John does about that. It's, it's, uh, it's very well recognized. So as I mentioned at the start of our conversation, the deadline for submitting proposed changes to the manual is rapidly approaching. Um, so in that context, um, love to hear from both of you in terms of 
how important is it to have public power utility participation in suggesting um, revisions to the safety manual? And I'd say, especially given the fact that, that it's only updated every four to five years. I think it really enhances it because uh, the linemen being able to make suggestions on enhancements or clarifications or, or wordsmithing, it gives them some ownership into it. So it kind of brings them uh, to life in their day-to-day operations that the fact that they're sitting there looking at it. And we encourage them as, they, as we go through it, uh, to, if they see anything that they feel it could be worded differently or better uh, to make it more effective, uh, you know, that's what we're all about. And the fact that a lot of the changes uh, that, you know, that uh, we uh, submit, uh, when they see it out in the next version, it really gives a lot of ownership to it. So they, you know, take pride in it and they're, and they're like to say, hey, I helped make that change. So I just think it's, you know, it, it just brings it to life for them and makes it very effective. Yeah, I agree with John. I mean, it, it creates ownership uh, throughout the APPA membership. Uh, uh you know, I look at it as a partnership. I know John does too. Of you know, I I don't think the manual could come together without everybody working together. And you know, we we hear it from both ends. There's there's you know we we you know if if there's a a, a standard that tends to be a little too stringent, we'll hear it from that. And and also for the biggest part, we we get ways of improving the 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 standard and within the manual. So I without that partnership with the APPA membership, uh, it wouldn't be as good as it is. We, we need it. You know, we can't just do it ourselves. Um, you know, we're just the ones trying to lead this thing and uh, work together with everybody. Well, Mike and John, uh, I can't thank you enough for, for taking the time to, uh, to walk us through the safety manual and all the benefits and the need for, for people to participate in terms of uh, providing suggestions on, on possible changes, which I think really beneficial to hear from both of you. Um, and, and just an FYI to our listeners, uh, additional information on the safety manual, uh, as well as a link to the form to suggest revisions is available at publicpower.org slash resource slash safety hyphen manual. So thanks again, John and Mike. Really appreciate it. Yeah, thank you.